Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, Waukesha, Rittenhouse, Fauci, a.k.a. the COVID. America is under attack. What do we do? We got to do what Kyle did. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC. Police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Um, so we got back towards the building we were standing in front of, and as he went by, um, we it was like everybody keeps hear, saying, it, it was just kind of slow motion. Somebody literally drove by right in front of us, hit a whole crowd of kids. Kids? Mom, yeah, there was kids involved, though. Okay. My mom was trying to help one of them. One of the kids was turning purple in the just blood everywhere. Don't be I'm a nurse and my mother-in-law was saying, can you go and help people? Can you go and help people? So I went out there. The first gentleman we saw on the ground um, had people by him. He was alert and oriented awake. Um, so we moved on from him across the road. And that's when uh, we came across the little boy that was in the road um, turning purple. Um, I didn't really have to do CPR on him, but um, I felt his neck for a pulse and he had one, but his eyes were barely open and his face, all I can remember is his sweet little innocent face was purple. He wasn't really with us. Um, he wasn't stopping. He, was, was, he went through all six blocks of the parade and I think his motive was really pure evil, so. And what blows my mind is that it's all kids in the parade. Like, it's all it's kids. It's just a parade of kids. Stop tape. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Emblematic, unfortunately, of the current pulse of this republic. Some maniac. Doesn't matter, really, the color of his skin. Doesn't matter where he's from. Doesn't matter whether he's a male or female. Really doesn't matter. He's still a maniac, a homegrown terrorist that has decimated a community. This on the eve of Thanksgiving 2021 and just four weeks away, five weeks away from Christmas 2021. It is a devastating attack, an arrow through the heart in the heartland of America. And so why is something, you, you listen to this, this woman describing that she's a trained nurse, so she's used to seeing triage situations. She's used to seeing people being in very critical situations. But she's broken up by the fact that she had to attempt to treat a little boy in the street. 
Did that little boy make it? I don't know. We don't know if the people who have survived, we know there's a number of dead. We don't know if the people who have survived are going to make it or not, how severe their injuries are. But we do know this, that the maniac behind the wheel of that vehicle, which turned into a weapon, and yes, vehicles are weapons. Ask, they can be weapons. Ask any police officer. Why can a police officer fire into a car that is heading at them or possibly heading at other people as was in this case in Waukesha? Why is that? Because a object that can travel 50, 60, 70, 100 miles an hour that weighs a ton or two is a lethal weapon at times and can be a lethal weapon. And in this case, we know this maniac through social media has been critical of certain circles in this republic, in particular, President Trump. And he may have been motivated by what happened in the Rittenhouse trial. I don't know. Of course, what happened in the Rittenhouse trial was the results, which should have been rendered, were rendered. Kyle Rittenhouse was innocent. He was simply defending himself. But they happened just a short distance down the road from Waukesha, Kenosha, Wisconsin, not too far away. Was this maniac motiva motivated by that? Was he motivated by hatred of Donald Trump? Was he motivated by hatred of Graham Ledger? Was he motivated by hatred of the United States Constitution? What was he motivated by? Does it really matter? The fact of the matter is we have this homegrown terrorist that attacked innocent people simply trying to celebrate an early Christmas, Christmas 2021. By the way, remember, a year ago at this time, they had shut down all Christmas parades. And they shut down last year's Waukesha Christmas Parade. But innocence, in a way, here has been shattered in this country. And maybe it was shattered many, many years ago, maybe many, many decades ago. But I think that we have to realize what's going on here when we look at a situation like what happened in Waukesha and other events that are unfolding in this country as we speak right now. And we have to realize that we're under attack, that the America we know is under full-scale attack and it is an internal attack. When you look at what's happening broadly around the world, yeah, I, I look at it as a World War III, that 90%, maybe 95% of the world doesn't even realize they're fighting. When you have a government such as Australia or a government such as Austria or a government looking to be that way in Germany, completely stripping innocent people of their God-given rights, of their God-given liberty, then you know we're under attack. Then you know that we are at war. So we're fighting a war in the United States for freedom and liberty and for the sake of the of rule of law and the civil society. And they're fighting a similar battle in Australia and in New Zealand and in Austria and in Asia. And look at the net results. Suicides are up across the globe, but let's just look in the United States. Suicides are up. Why is that? 
People were in a malaise. You talk about the Jimmy Carter, late 70s, malaise. People are in a malaise now. And it is 100% compliments of government. And so our Constitution is designed to protect the God-given rights that are being either slowly or radically taken away from us as individual Americans. And the left, of course, always wants to put us into groups. Oh, you're black, you're white, you're tall, you're short, you're LGBTQ, you're straight, you're non-binary, you're tri-binary, you have purple hair, you have gray hair. You're old, you're young. But that's not what the Constitution is designed to do. The Constitution doesn't put people into groups. The Constitution is designed to protect our individual liberty, which is not given to us by some piece of parchment that's 240 years old. No, our rights are given to us by God. And those people struggling in New Zealand right now, and those people struggling in Australia right now, fighting for their rights, their right to live, those people struggling and fighting for their rights in Austria right now, they don't have a constitution. They don't have what we have. They have God-given rights, but they're not protected the way our God-given rights are supposedly enshrined and protected in the United States Constitution. But unfortunately, too many in our political leadership are attempting a wholesale renaissance, if you will, of our constitutional rights. They are destroying our constitutional rights. So this attack in Waukesha, Wisconsin, is emblematic in a small way, in a tragic way, in a horrible way, though, of the mindset of what is going on in this republic. How can a guy who is presumably an American with a lengthy criminal record, doesn't matter, he's still an American, get behind the wheel and just mow people down. Did he do it based on the color of their skin? Waukesha is overwhelmingly a white community, somewhere around 88% white. I hate to talk that way because we're not supposed to look at people that way in this republic. In fact, if you're a Christian, you're not supposed to look at people that way either. You're supposed to look at their soul. You're supposed to look beyond the color of one's skin, as Martin Luther King Jr. said, and the content of their character instead, their soul. Yet we have this vein in this republic right now that's being fueled by the mainstream media, and we saw it over and over and over again in the Rittenhouse trial, how the mainstream media absolutely twisted the truth or ignored the facts in order to advance a narrative. And who knows, maybe this guy in Waukesha was set off by the disgusting and immoral reporting from the mainstream media. We don't know. And does it really matter? What matters is the mainstream media are off the rails. And that's why it's so important for us who care about the Constitution, who care about the First Amendment, who care about the truth, who care about the Bible, 
who care about the founders of this republic, stick together and exchange the information that we must exchange among ourselves and stay strong. I have some examples, I'll use them later in the program, of how if we stay strong and we stay true to ourselves and we stay true to this republic and we stay true to this constitution, that we can win. We can. But we've got to fight. We've got a hell of a fight on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not going to be easy. But each in our own ways, we have to pick our battles and we have to fight for what we know is correct. And, and maybe it means going to Waukesha and, and, and helping people heal. Maybe it means going to Kenosha and explaining to people at a coffee shop how they were tricked by the mainstream media into believing that Kyle Rittenhouse was some sort of murderer when he wasn't. Kyle Rittenhouse is a patriot by every meaning of the word. Kyle Rittenhouse is a patriot. I know he's not off the hook either, by the way. The wonderful Biden Department of Justice is looking at, quote, federal charges against him. And they'll probably bring him, and he'll be dragged through the mud again, and the media will misreport once again. But the truth will come out. It usually does. And hopefully Kyle will get his, not only justice, his, 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 his due process and his justice, but hopefully he'll get some form of, of restitution from the people who attacked him immorally, mercilessly, an absolute disgusting twisting of the First Amendment, what we have seen from the mainstream media in this case. I want to remind you this program is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow, it's almost Christmas, folks, and MyPillow has slippers, my slippers, my pillow, my sheets, my towels, wonderful products. Go to MyPillow.com, put Ledger in the promo code box, and you will receive up to 66% off. This program is also brought to you by... Relief Factor. If you go to the relieffactor.com forward slash ledger, they'll give you a starter kit. I take Relief Factor. I just took some today. It helps with my back. Really does. The pain is mitigated. And Relief Factor is part of a very important regimen of relieving the pain, especially my back and other areas as well. My thumb and my knee and other various areas, 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246. I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, I want to talk to you about Fauci and company. I know you don't want to hear about Fauci, but he's still out there and he's still getting mainstream media coverage. They're putting them all over the Sunday shows. And you have to remember, people ask me sometimes, why, you know, during when Obama was president, why do you always play him? Because you've got to know what the enemy is saying. You have to understand the enemy in order to defeat the enemy. And Dr. Fauci is the enemy, in my opinion. I think he's resident evil. And one day the truth will be known about so-called Dr. Fauci. So after this very brief, one-minute, very important message... We will talk about Dr. Fauci and Corona and the lies that are being spread once again by the mainstream media. Roll tape. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. 
please go to MyPillow.com and enter LEDGER in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting my pillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. Is we now have vaccines that are highly effective and clearly very safe, particularly now with the recent data showing that we can vaccinate children from five to 11. And it's really important to point out, if you get the children at that age group, and there are 28 million children within that age category, if we start vaccinating them now, they'll be fully protected by Christmas. That would really be something that's very good. And that's the reason why we're encouraging parents to get children within that age group vaccinated. I presume we have to be cautious during Thanksgiving. You talked about Christmas protection with those boosters, but quickly, if you will, Thanksgiving. Well, if you're a booster, I mean, if you're if you're vaccinated and hopefully you'll be boosted, too, and your family is you can enjoy a typical Thanksgiving meal, Thanksgiving holiday with your family. There's no reason not to do that. The thing we are concerned about is the people who are not vaccinated because what they're doing is they're the major source of the dynamics of the infection in the community. And the higher the level of dynamics of infection, the more everyone is at risk. But if you're vaccinated, you look at the data, Martha, it's absolutely clear. The likelihood of getting infected, getting hospitalized or dying, if you're vaccinated versus non-vaccinated, weighs very, very heavily in the protection of people who are vaccinated. Stop the tape. Okay, Dr. Fauci, then how do you explain these countries that are almost 100% vaccinated? You know, some of these tiny little countries and not so tiny countries that have mandated the vaccine so-called. We know it's not a vaccine. It is not a vaccine. Now I'll get into that in just a moment. When you talk to people, it's very important that you use the right nomenclature. And in this case, it is not a vaccine. So you can do what I do, and that is say the so-called vaccine, and then in unison, remind people that it's an experimental medical device, not a vaccine. Not a vaccine by anybody's definition except the CDC, which keeps changing the definition of what a vaccine is in order for the COVID so-called vaccine to fit into the parameter now. The numbers on the so-called vaccine are overwhelming. And they're not pointing in the Fauci direction. Dr. Fauci is the problem in this republic. And it's not just because of one man whose last name happens to be Fauci. It's because the federal government has allowed this guy to run amok and to effectively run tens of millions of Americans' lives. He was running 330 million Americans' lives when Donald Trump was in office, because Donald Trump actually believed this guy for a short time. Now I'm sure Donald Trump doesn't believe a darn word he says. But I never trusted Fauci from the very beginning. I don't trust one guy who believes he has the power to come out and affect 330 million so-called free Americans. 
So he's now saying, hey, isn't it wonderful you can have your children, quote, vaccinated? This moron on national television either didn't have the guts, didn't have the brains, or didn't want to ask the obvious question. Hey, Dr. Fauci, why in the wide world of sports would I give my six-year-old or seven-year-old or 10-year-old the so-called vaccine, the jab, when the survival rate for that six-year-old, seven-year-old, 10-year-old is 99.9%. What is the point, Dr. Fauci? And he would answer something like this. Well, they can be a spreader and they can spread it to somebody who's older. When we know, wait a minute, Dr. Fauci, that most of the elderly in this country have gotten the jab. They have been given the experimental medical device. So why would we be worried about them contracting, oh, oh, I know why, Dr. Fauci, because this isn't a vaccine in the true definition, is it? They keep changing the definition. A vaccine is supposed to inoculate you from a disease. In other words, I've been inoculated, so-called, with polio, the polio vaccine, right? And so because I've been given a little bit of the polio it prevents me from getting, supposedly, in 99% in of the cases, somewhere around there, that percentile, from me getting polio. But here, we have Fauci and company coming out and saying, well, you still can get COVID even though you've had the jab. Does that make sense to anybody? So you have this country, Gibraltar, that is somewhere in the neighborhood of close to 100% inoculated, so-called, jabbed, experimental medical device, the so-called COVID vaccine. Nearly 100% of the population, they have just canceled Christmas. My buddy over at Conservative Review, which is now the Blaze News, Daniel Horowitz, wrote a lengthy article that I can put in the show notes, if I remember, about the top countries with the highest percentage of the populations being given the jab, yet all of a sudden they have these surges in COVID cases. Why is that? If this is a vaccine, why is Great Britain seeing a spike higher than a year ago at this time? So here it is, what, November of 2021. In November of 2020, when everybody was wringing their hands about the upcoming winter and all oh, the calamity, all oh, the humanity. And in Great Britain, they have effectively told people, you got to get the jab or you can't function in life. So here we have compliance well over 90% in Great Britain, somewhere around there. Four million cases in November of 2020 during its height, its spike. Right now we have five million cases. So here we have the United Kingdom, one of the most jabbed countries on the planet, and we have a spike in COVID cases. Yet we have Fauci out there saying, go get the jab, shut up, line up, and get stuck. And oh, by the way, bring your eight-year-old in there and have them stuck too. Dr. Fauci, the other thing this moron didn't ask on national television, 
This so-called vaccine, whatever variety, Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson or what have you, has only been on the market for, if you will, about nine, 10 months, right? Yes. But if you look at the VARS reporting system, which is set up decades ago, 40 years ago, by the federal government, our federal government, in order to track vaccine adverse effects. If you look at the VARS reporting system, so far there have been 18,000 plus, 18,000, almost 19,000 deaths due to the COVID vaccine. Dr. Fauci, in the history of the VARS reporting system, all the vaccines combined over 40 years has only been 9,000 dead. And we know, Dr. Fauci, that there's a 1% compliance record with the VARS report. In other words, 99% of the doctors don't take the time to input their information in the VARS reporting system for whatever reason. It's rather arcane, or they're too busy, or they don't care, or maybe they voted for Joe Biden and they don't want to input this information. But the ones who have taken the time, almost 19,000 dead, 19,000 dead from the COVID shots, okay? But over the 40 years of all the vaccines combined, only 9,000 dead. So we have double the dead in nine or 10 months than we have in 40 years of reporting. Dr. Fauci, can you explain this? And a 1% compliance. So if that's accurate, if the 19,000, almost 19,000, is 18,800 plus cases, let's call it 19,000. I hate to round up when it has to do with dead, but it's easier to compute. 19,000 dead due to the COVID vaccine, all right? With a 1% compliance, what is that number? I can't say it on YouTube, but I'll say it here. That's 1.9 million people dead. If the numbers are true, if the numbers are accurate, and if history holds today that only 1% of the doctors are compliant. So what about that, Dr. Fauci? And what about the severe, not just adverse effects, but severe adverse reporting on the VARS system? 140,000 cases of that. 140,000 cases of severe adverse reaction to the jab. Again, doing the math, 140,000 means 14 million. Out of how many Americans have had the dose? Somewhere around uh, 150, 160 million Americans? And you're talking 14,000? That's a huge percentage, Dr. Fauci. You don't think there's a problem with that? Yeah, here we have the mainstream media once again, just like in the Rittenhouse trial, shaping the narrative, protecting Dr. Fauci. This is why we're under attack, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we have to understand that we're under attack. But we can fight back, and we can win. And I want to leave you with just a couple of instances of how we can fight back and how we can win in our own little worlds, in our own States. If you're in a red state, it'll be easier for you to fight back than if you're in a blue state, that's for sure. But you still can fight back in blue states if you choose to remain behind in blue states, which I don't recommend. I'll have a discussion with you on that some other time. But first, I want to take another short break, just a one-minute 
short break for this very important announcement, and I'll have some good news right after this. Roll tape. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048. Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Even in red states, there's trouble. There's some good news in Florida and there's some bad news in Florida. First, the bad news. The bad news is a woman died when she was in the hospital while she was awaiting the okay to be given ivermectin instead of this crazy syndrome that these hospitals have been doing, even in Florida, where they allow a patient to get sick with COVID and sicker with COVID until they start administering remdesivir, which does nothing. And then because remdesivir does nothing in many cases, they snake a tube down their throat, which opens the doors to infection, all other bad things. Once you snake a tube down somebody's throat, you're putting their immune system, you're putting their entire body in peril, and oftentimes they die. And this is the insanity that's going on in the hospital, right? And this woman died. Okay, so that's the bad news. The good news is Ron DeSantis who needs to stay in Florida. I know there's a lot of you who want him to run for president, even if Donald Trump doesn't run. We need DeSantis in Florida. It's very important that we, you know, Florida just, by the way, went more Republican registered voters than Democrat in a long, long time. So this is important. And it's not because of DeSantis directly, but it certainly is indirectly because of DeSantis. But he now has protected all Florida residents from this draconian anti-constitutional mandate from Joe Biden. That's the good news. So you want freedom? Listen, I'm not telling you go to move to Florida just because of that, but it's a damn good reason. Or maybe you're in Texas and you'd like to have the same protection, or maybe Arkansas, or maybe Mississippi, or maybe in Arizona. Push for it. Push for it. Say, hey, we want in Arizona what DeSantis did in Florida. And when it comes to the mandate, remember, stay strong. There's a Navy shipbuilder out of Virginia that just dropped the mandate because enough of the employees said, no, hell no. We effectively in this republic need to do what Kyle did. I'm not saying you have to grab an AR-15 and patrol the streets, which he needed to do at that moment in time because the police were standing down, which wasn't reported in the mainstream media. We all need to be Kyle in our own ways. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for the United States Constitution. Stand up for your God-given rights and fight back because America is under attack. 
This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.